Yo, yo, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you at right now, y'all know what it is. It's another Hamper Chronicle production. This is the Bring the Wood podcast, and I'm your host, D Wood, up to some good on a fuck work Friday. And it's a real good fuck work Friday because we got somebody back in the building, real consistent now. Fuck work. Government got away. <laughs> Big Che back yeah. two days in a row, man. How we feeling this morning? Feeling great. Oh, real good, real good. No, it's a. Uh, it's, it feels good. Sun been out two days now. Mother yeah. Nature been doing her Mother Nature thing. But she gave us some sunlight for the last few days, and I'm thankful. Yeah, my whole, <laughs> my whole attitude didn't change. <laughs> that weather will have you in a funk yeah. for no reason, just in the house, irritated. <laughs> so, no, thank you to Mother Nature for coming through and giving us some sunlight on this day. And we're going to give you all a good podcast today, man. Uh, y'all know it's, it's still the offseason in the NFL, and it's the free agency frenzy has slowed up, but we, we're still in the free agency period. Um, teams are officially able to sign players, uh, but we had a few players get cut. Um, that I'm not going to say was super surprising, but after getting paid, you would think, like, oh, they wouldn't have got cut right after that. We'll start with uh, Isaiah McKenzie. We was talking about that before we got on air. Definitely was kind of shocked, but it definitely lets me know that they're really still in the market for another wide receiver. They still need one. But I think Isaiah McKenzie going to have a, a market out there because I think he did show flashes in the offense. I think they paid him hoping it would boost his confidence to like help him be a better slot receiver. Didn't pan out exactly how they thought, but I do think he's a good player and he's a great special teamer. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely agree with the special team part. He could definitely um mm-hmm. up a lot of teams there. He's a great return man. Um as far as receiver, he's he's shown flashes. That's cool. Um, but then he's you know, mm-hmm. shown flashes of trash. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> so but, I mean, if you watched the Bills last year, you seen they just rotated a bunch of guys within that slot position trying to find somebody that would stick. And then it got to the point where they just ended up calling up Cole Beasley off the couch to come back and play. Right. Now um, he don't want to quit no more. Now right, he still want to play. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, if, if he if he gets consistent, he could be a real productive receiver. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, if not, I think he could be a nice gadget player for one of these teams that – you know, use the running back receiver type where he can do a little bit of both, but definitely can contribute right now on special teams as soon as he gets in the building. And I think he will have a nice little market. Next player that was cut, Miles Jack. And this guy started out amazing. Uh, great career out of UCLA. He's one of those guys who actually got to play both ways yeah. in college. And I thought it was pretty amazing, running back and linebacker. Um, settled on playing linebacker. It was fairly productive for the Jaguars early in his career. Uh, got a little bit of injuries and, um, you know, ended up on the Steelers. And I thought him and Devin Bush would have been like a, a nice little duo. But both of these guys coming off injury, they never really panned out. And the Steelers actually cut them both. So they actually, you know, going to be needing to uh, fill a spot that middle linebacker. But he started 13 games for the Steelers last season in his only season there. And he just wasn't really productive. He didn't really pop and flash like that. So. Back out there on the open market. Do you think Miles Jack has a market? Absolutely. Um, very young. Yeah, he's young. He's athletic, talented. Um, but he's a – I think he's like a specialty type linebacker. Like he's not the type of guy that's going to like continuously give you run fits. And mm-hmm. But he can cover cool. Mm-hmm. He's not a great coverage man, but he can cover cool. He can give you a lot of everything – you know, at a at a good at everything, not level. great at yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and uh, I don't think that he really fit with the Steelers last year because he kind of do what um 
Um, um, um. Name just freaking. The other guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bush. But there you go, Devin mm-hmm. Bush. They kind of do the same thing. So, yeah. um, if he could get get on a good team, do something, I think mm-hmm. he'd fit. Mm-hmm. You just gotta have him in the right spot. Right, yeah, he'd definitely get signed. No, definitely. Uh, we also got another release. Uh, the Patriots let go of cornerback slash safety Jalen Mills. Green Goblin is what he likes to call himself. They say about five million dollars cutting him, and uh. He's a, he was always a solid player, and I think they definitely can upgrade from him. Um, you know, Bill's pretty decent at finding DBs and, and helping and bringing them in, so I definitely think they'll address the need, whether it's in the free agency still or, or early in the draft to uh, grab some more DBs. But, again, you still – they brought back uh, Jones. You got the other – you got both the rookies that they took last year uh, out of Houston and out of Arizona State. So I think they do got a nice little secondary. I feel like all their names was Jones. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to <laughs> like, say it wrong. I feel like it's a, it's like Marcus Jones. There it is, uh, John Jones, John Jones, and Marcus Jones, or something like that. <laughs> JC Jones. Yeah, it's JC like a, Jackson. My bad. So I yeah, I, I definitely didn't want to kill like days, but I think Jalen Mills, yeah, solid player. I think he plays better at safety than he does at corner. Uh, kind of physical. Maybe have a market nothing too too major, but we'll see how it how it shakes out. But yeah, Jalen Mills could buy the Patriots free up five million. Obviously, they're in the market for another wide receiver after signing Juju Smith as well. Um, and we'll talk about some signings. Uh, Devin Bush, speaking of, after he got cut from the Steelers, Seahawks just signed him today to a one-year deal. We were just saying the Seahawks could use another linebacker. And Devin Bush, the same thing as Miles Jack. Like you said, yeah. super athletic, uh, sideline to sideline, cover does everything solid. And I think the the knee injury set him back mm-hmm. because he came out with his hair on fire or at least a little bit of hair that he had because he had this weird thing where he had like seven dreads in his head. It was a real weird yeah, thing. I was wild. glad he cut that off. But uh, he was a very good football player. I think injuries set him back. But first start in Seattle, we know Seattle loves them some guys like this where they got a little bit of, you know, a little chip on their shoulder. Come over here on this team that just feels like this whole organization has a chip on their shoulder every year. So I think he'll definitely fit in well. And uh, him and Brooks can be a nice little pairing in the middle. Right. But like we said with Miles Jack, he's got to be put in the right positions. Mm-hmm. Um, he, him, unfortunately, he's not that great in coverage. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you look at his measurables, it was kind of a knock on him coming out. He's mm-hmm. only like about 5'10", 5'11". Mm-hmm. He measured 5'11". Five, five playing linebacker yeah. in the NFL. So, with that frame you're not going to be able to put on as much size as you would like yes especially if you expect someone to be stonewalling a running back on the goal line yeah definitely you're gonna want a little bit more oomph in there yeah so but he is definitely a good football player Mm -hmm. and uh the more of those you have on your team the better definitely um and another uh signing the seahawks just made julian love ex-safety from the giants slash nickel two-year deal worth 12 million um, I think this is a good one. I think this is a good pickup. We know Condry Diggs is a Pro Bowl player over there at safety. Now you add another one. And before we got on the air, when I was telling you about this, it was the the the, the darkness in the room uh, of one person that plays in that secondary who your boy just ain't really that fond of. And I think the Seahawks are realizing it as well. And that's Jamal Adams. And um, if you've been on this podcast, if you've been listening to this, if you know me personally, you know how I feel about Jamal Adams. He's, a glorified linebacker that just happens to be kind of athletic. So he gets to play safety. But um, he plays like a linebacker. He's 
tremendous in the box. He's a great blitzer, great run stopper, and he can cover your running back out the backfield on the swing pass. Uh, he struggles in coverage. Thus is why I think they added Julian Love. So I do think this will, this could either be the end for uh, Jamal Adams in Seattle, especially with continuously getting hurt, or he could be working on revamping and playing a new position, which could help his career too. But we'll definitely see. But that was definitely interesting to see. And I think Julian Love is a very solid player. Uh, smart guy. Most Notre Dame safeties and DBs are very smart players, very instinctive, not super fast, but very twitchy and uh, got good feet work. Yeah, no, definitely was a good pickup for them. Um, it makes their secondary more versatile because now you pair him with Quandre Diggs, two guys that could play single high or drop, and you know, into the zone and a hook curl. Thanks. So yeah, and they both are pretty good tacklers. So that's a that's a a, a nice secondary. Mm -hmm. I can see what what they're doing with their defense right now. You pair him with all those young DBs that they got last year. Mm -hmm. Um, we talking about some. I, I seen they uh, picked up a defensive tackle too a couple of days ago. Yeah, Jen Reed brought yeah. him back. Nah, um, was it the tackle? Oh, and uh, 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 Jones. Yeah, from the yeah. from the Broncos yes, as well. Yes. The Ernest Jones, yes. the defensive tackle from from the from the Broncos as well. Yes. Yeah. So they, you know, you know Pete, Pete over there. Yeah, he's trying to build something. <laughs> you know, Grandpa Pete. So, bro. Yeah. So with all these moves, it's like, what you what are you gonna do with Jamal Adams now? Put a huge investment in him. It didn't work out. Mm -hmm. I said it wasn't gonna work out, but right. you know what I'm saying. He is. Uh, uh, you uh, you sound like a hater when you said because of the team. Uh, you know what I'm saying. I'm just saying though. He's <laughs> but I 100 agree. He is an undersized linebacker. Even when he was on the Jets, I was like, if you look at his highlights, they're all him coming down. Talk about here. it. He, there's not a lot of. I think it was like maybe one interception. I got tipped to him. Like he doesn't really break on balls. Doesn't really break stuff up. He's not out there covering. He has poor ball skills. He was like a more aggressive Taylor Mays. To mm -hmm. me. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you know yes. what I'm saying. Yes, but he was a hell of a blitzer. He gave you a high energy. You mm -hmm. know, Passion. jumping on the pile when somebody else made the tackle yep. and jump up. But you know what I'm saying. Always around the ball. He's always around the ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He will come up and hit you. He's fearless. I give mm -hmm. him that. He is fearless, and. I guess it's good to have that name out there, but mm -hmm. he was basically just a specialty player. He's a blitzer from mm -hmm. the secondary. Yeah, Dropping the box. He can't play. I don't think he could play consistently in the box. Because it's us, for sure. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he would go. Um, and obviously you're not working on your game because you keep recovering from injuries. Exactly. So you're just healing. You're not even getting to get your game better to work on your craft, which is always the worst thing. But yeah, I definitely think that's going to be something to keep your eye on to see what they do with Jamal Adams for real. And uh, last year, it was funny because last year I had seen a stat uh, that Ryan Shazier has more interceptions <laughs> than Jamal Adams. And Ryan Shazier hasn't played football in four or five years. You know what I'm saying? Four or five years. And this was last year they was talking about this. Maybe in the year before last. So this is just one of those things that I've been saying about. And this was him at LSU as well. Game was just. It's the passion he plays with. He's a physical player. All the things you said. Yeah. And um, that'll move you up. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you play with passion and driving, you're a leader. He is a leader and all those things. But Yeah, but for that type of money and investment, I need you to give me the ball. Yes, sir. I want the ball back. And he doesn't get the ball back consistently enough for the team. That's why I think they went and added Julian Love. Another sneaky signing for another team. Uh, the Patriots have made some sneaky moves. Mm. They just signed Mike Gesicki. We was talking about that after trading Janu to the Falcons to, to gain some compensation because 
they overpaid John when he he wasn't really there. Right. Now you got Hunter Henry and Mike Gesicki. I think that is a very good tight end tandem, and I think there'll be a problem in the red zone. Very, oh. very, very, very good problem in the red zone. And Hunter Henry is that willing blocker, so he'll be more of the inline blocker. And now Gesicki can go out and play in a slot and run routes and play out wide, flex out. And I think this, again, they got to find out if Mac Jones can play. And I kept saying, they got to put some talent around Mac Jones, bro. He's not going to elevate the players around him. So you have to put some good players around. It's not a lot of those dudes who elevate the players around him anymore. We're not in that era where, respectfully, even to a certain extent, Eli Manning rolls the players around him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have those guys. There's not a lot of guys like that. Your Paytons, your Mahomes, and guys like that. It's not a lot of those dudes now. You're going to need dudes who need some talent. To help them out, and then they can show the skills they do have. And I think Mac Jones is one of those dudes, and that's why he was so successful at Batman. He had all this talent, and he could deliver and distribute the ball to him. And I think this is a step in the right direction. There's rumors that they're real, real interested in trading for D Hop. I think that would be very good for him. <laughs> Which would be hilarious, considering who the OC is. No, right? <laughs> it's being Bill O'Brien. If I, anybody knows what he can add to the team, it is it's Bill O'Brien. Just like Bill O'Brien. Being uh, uh, the office coordinator at Alabama, you sure I'm saying? knows what Mac Jones is good, not good at. So. Bill is trying to get out of this. He realizes that he can't do it all on his own, and he lost the one guy who was helping him do it all. That was Brady. Now you're going to have to rely on some of your coaches, some other players like this. Now you got to yeah, show. Now we need a team. Yeah. This now you got to build a team this effort. Thing. Yeah. We got a team effort this year. Yeah. Now. And I, I so think it's showing a little start, bit. Yeah. After last year, he was like, all right, yeah, we can't do that again. So, uh, Bye, Patricia. <laughs> Bye, uh, uh, Joe Judd. Y'all, y'all can stay, but y'all got to go from the offense. And again, like you said, just, he, he sees it. And uh, again, they went and got Gasicki. They also uh, signed uh, James Robertson, uh, the running back for me of the Jets and the Jags. I thought that was a sneaky nice pickup. Pick you know, yeah. they love to have three running backs on deck. Because you never, you know, James heard- Robinson is a really good runner when healthy. Mm-hmm. You may you pair him with Harris and uh, uh, Stevenson. Mm-hmm. Got a nice little backfield back there for Mac. Again, now you got two tight ends. They're working on adding another wide receiver to go with Juju, who they did at. Bill, Bill trying. <laughs> I'll say he, they definitely ain't sitting back. And I think he was early, and uh, now he's, he's definitely trying to press it. But. Definitely think they're they they see the division. It's word on the street that A <laughs> Rod gonna pull up. Yeah. You potentially could be the worst team in the division. Facts. So you gotta you gotta get on your horse. Got got to get on your horse. Um, but yeah, no, definitely. Uh James Robertson's gonna be a good pickup. Another running back got signed. Uh the Buccaneers signed Chase Edmonds to a one year deal. Obviously, they let go of Leonard Fournette. They definitely needed somebody who could carry the ball. I think Edmonds is a solid running back. Him, and now you still got the rookie from last year, Rashad White. You got you a nice little one-two punch. Um, They still got the running back, Vaughn, who they drafted a few years ago out of Vanderbilt. So, Vine, there yeah. it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't think he's a terrible player. But now you go and add Edmonds, who's got a little bit of explosion. He can catch the ball out the backfield mm-hmm. as well. Because whoever's playing quarterback is going to need some security blankets. I mean, who are they? They out there riding with the Baker. I don't know. I like, hey, I'm a, <laughs> hey, I like Kyle Trask. I, Do I don't you? know. I thought at Florida he showed he just needed to be fine-tuned. But you look at Florida, he had Kadarius Tony, He had Kyle Pitts. And here's he the had- thing. This is what people fail to realize, bro. They've had a different head coach in OC the last six years. They would say that day about Anthony Richardson, bro. That's true. That's he was true. there for three years and had three different head coaches. Like, it's no consistency at Florida as well since Urban Myers left. So I do think you get somewhere where they trust you and they can fine-hone you. 
Again, Baker's not trash either, though. Baker's, you know, and that's why I think they brought him in. It's like, this is somebody who that, if he beat out Cal, okay, you feel me. But yeah, Cal, this is somebody like, he should be able to beat out as well. Like what you're saying, Baker had the same thing. Yeah. But in the league, so. Get some yeah. consistency. You get yeah. somebody who trusts you. This this will be a fun, fun battle to me. I really think this will be a very so, interesting they, quarterback They definitely battle. have weapons on that team. Bunch and of those you, guys. You get the quarterback position right, now you back. Now you back in motion. And they re-signed Levante David. That that division is is wide up for the grabs. Wide. You know what I'm saying? They the Saints is working. Mm-hmm. Now you see the Bucks working. Mm-hmm. Um Panthers working. The Falcons weren't bad. They're young. You can see they're going a different route. They're not going to splurge in free agency. Mm. They're going to build yeah. through the draft and they, develop. They got the a players. few. They stuck, got Jesse yeah. Bates. Uh, uh, Omenyala which was from cool because Jesse Bates is still young, so yeah. he can integrate right in. With and I found moves. out the safeties coach, the DB coach yeah, now well, for the yeah. Falcons, was his safety coach yep. at Cincinnati. So it's like, hey, you know, it's like, okay, I'm already gonna kind of know what's going on here. And now you got him, you got AJ Terrell, now you got two good defensive backs back there in that in that secondary to start, like you said, building this thing out right. And uh, they got Jonu Smith again. I, I think that that division is. Like I said it's 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 wide open and, and all the teams are really trying to get after it. I think it's gonna be a fun to watch. Obviously, I'm rooting for uh Derek Carter to try to do something. I think he definitely wants to to prove that, you know, he should have never left Vegas. And I know his mind never really wanted to leave, but he know how the business works, so definitely think it's gonna be interesting. Another team that's trying to make a push to 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 see what their quarterback can do because they just paid him is the Giants. Yes. They re-signed Slayton. I thought it was smart. Added Paris Campbell. You got to get speed. Obviously, we know the big trade for Darren Waller. Bring back Saquon Barkley. Literally, their offenses now should be like, you know, very explosive. And now Daniel Jones, I don't. I need more than 15 touchdowns. I don't need you to go go get 40, but I need more than 15. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you still got to protect the ball. Don't get too, too willy-nilly with it. And I think he's got a chance to prove it. And I think that's what they want to see. We gave you this deal. We're going to put as much help around you as you can. I thought Paris Campbell was a sneaky good pickup for a speed demon to help out stretch the field because now you got Waller to stretch him vertically down the middle. You got Campbell on the outside. Now I think they just need to find them somebody who can, which could potentially be Wandale Robertson if healthy, mm-hmm. to work the ins and outs uh, in the short game. And I think they brought back Sterling Shepard as well on a one-year deal. I have to double back and check on that. Yeah, but I, mean, I, I like what the Giants doing. Paris Campbell is, I mean, coming out of Ohio State mm-hmm. was was pretty dang good, and uh, you know Ohio State has a good track record for producing NFL wide receivers. Mm-hmm. He just never was consistent in in Indianapolis. Was always injured. Yep. Um, but when he was healthy, he would have those games where you know he would go off, and you could see what 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 teams seen in him coming out. So if he get over to the Giants where they need pass catchers, where they will rely on him, um, it'd be interesting to see if he finally takes off. No, definitely that would that definitely I think he 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 definitely finna get the get that chance to. So yeah. it's definitely a fun look. Yeah, yeah quarterback uh, uh, pretty see, decent on. Seeing the Bears, they over there trying to do everything they can do too. Sign Deontay Foreman. Man, you know we were just talking about yeah. Deontay Foreman. So, you know yeah, what I'm saying? More weapons for Justin Fields. Exactly, bro. Uh, uh, Robert Tyen just signed over there too on a one year deal. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah they load up. Yeah. Now, now walk, the skill positions are locked way better than they were. One hundred, like I literally one hundred ninety faced that O line, and I think that's why they've spent so much on everything else to focus so now, on that in the drive. We gonna get young O linemen. 
to put around our young quarterbacks. Smart. They, like got, they got Gabe Davis from us. He's only, what, 26? So you feel me? You get you a nice guard that you can stick in and play. They drafted uh, Trevin Jenkins, Tevin Jenkins, in the first round or second round like two years ago. So got a couple guys there. I definitely think they'll add an offense alignment in the draft, the best available tackle, whoever that could be. You can go get the guy from right mm. up the street in Northwestern. There you go. I think that's what they probably you know what I'm saying? You can go get Pete. Because I think at nine, he'll be there. Yeah. And that's why they didn't mind trading back. Bam. Now we go get the tackles. Now we got two tackles. We had a guard. Sprinkle in some more alignment. And like you said, brother, skill There's position. Could, yeah, they could be. And now it's just the feels it's on you. Yeah. He gave you everything you need to be successful. Now either you're going to show us you him or we're going to parlay these picks. You know what I'm saying? And go get the next we'll one. Be, yeah. And I definitely think um, I definitely think he will deliver. I think the play calling has to be, you know, better. They got to upgrade and they got to help him out too. Don't put him in stupid predicaments. Play what he's good at. Play to his strengths. But again, they finna walk out week one. Khalil Herbert, your man, is that running back with Fields in control of DJ Moore, Moody, Claypool, Cole Komet, and Robert Tanyan. That can that might be. That can be very, very good. You got A-Rod on the way out as well. So that's going to take a hit. We don't know what the Jordan Love ever going to look like. They just lost Robert Tanyan and Mercedes Lewis. So they don't even have, they only got one tight end on the roster. You know? And then uh, the Vikings, they just let go of everybody. Yeah, so I'm not sure what's going on. I then they didn't they pick doing. up, then they didn't resign Cousins. So we know this is last doo-wop. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea what that. Maybe because they have a new head coach, he's trying to mold the team how he wants it to be molded. Put his know, little came in, mm-hmm. team was already as is. So now it's like you know, let's do this while we have the time. While everybody else is still trying to rebuild, it's our time it. to you know try to rebuild. Also, the, yeah, the whole division is. And right now, yeah. looking at Detroit, like, hey, hey, Detroit looking like they this y'all chance, <laughs> this y'all chance, yeah. Um, and I think they did really good. They added uh, Cameron Sutton, who's a very good slot corner. Yes. I think he's going to come in right away and help and those that's, guys That's where out. one of their weaknesses was also, like, in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Linebackers weren't great, but they weren't bad. The yeah. secondary was horrendous. Was horrendous. Now you go out and add Mosley um, uh, from, from, from the Niners. Yes. You add him. I think he's going to make them better. And then you add Sutton. And if uh, Jeff Okuda mm-hmm. takes that step... They added Deshaun Elliott back there on the back end. Yeah. And then you still got a first rounder where you can maybe bring in another guy to come mm-hmm. in and compete. They're going to have a top pick. They got two first rounders. But they still got that pick from yeah. Stafford. So, like, you feel me? That's what, pick six? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can literally get the you best available, get, whatever yeah. you want down here. Get, get a top tier, whatever you need. <laughs> literally. <laughs> whatever you Stick need. your hand in there and your draft board and pull them <laughs> out. Like, and I think they sit in a good position. This. NFL, this like it's going to be even more fun this year. And I think the free agency is, is already setting the bar for teams, and it's, it's putting a lot of teams on alert. Like, hey, we got it. We got to get good because guys are, are are making moves and trying to get better very fast. Um, seeing the coach sign Garner Minshew, obviously we know they're going with a rookie quarterback, but you definitely want to have a good backup. Obviously, he was just in the offense, so he's going to make it, uh, you know, make it simple, simplify, and he can help be an extra uh, ear eyes for the potential quarterback they bring in of whoever they draft, obviously sitting at pick four, they're going to get one of the quarterbacks, you know? So they'll be able to, to have a a good backup in place or a potential starter for a few games if they need to. 
again, like we was talking about off the air, Garner Minshew, he's, he, to me, he reminds me of like Taylor Heineke. He's like, he's not a starter, but he can start and win some games with a, on a good team and be competitive. Um, so I definitely think that that was a good move for them to establish the backup quarterback position as well. But yeah, Garner Minshew is, is definitely a solid player. Uh, one guy I thought shouldn't have left Detroit, Jamal Williams. Yeah. I thought he was the passion. I thought he was the the greediness. Like he was the reason that offense was. He just gave him that physicality along with the offensive line who was moving people as well. But he signed a three year deal with New Orleans. And uh, I ain't gonna lie, this might be better for him. I like Detroit. I like what he did for Detroit. But he can be the Mark Ingram to Alvin Kamara. Uh, yeah. Same especially, type of style. So we still don't know what's what gonna Kamara gonna do. Him. I feel like they're gonna suspend them. It's almost like they got to. Yeah, <laughs> like, bro, what are you doing, bro? Yeah. So it's one of those moments where I feel like they're gonna suspend them for at least three games, and you'll have a, a a very good running back who's capable of taking the load. And obviously, they're not gonna run hella much. You know what I'm saying? But I think him and Kamar, when they get there, that could be a nice one-two punch. Uh, just like when Ingram was in his in his prime and it was him and Kamar, I think it could be something like that. Mm-hmm. And it takes tremendous pressure off Derek Carr. They brought back that tight end Johnson. Michael Thomas restructured his contract. You still got Olave. Probably going to add you one more piece, maybe another tight end in the draft. And I think, you know, like you said, that division is, is up for grabs. And I think Jamal Williams definitely helps push it, push the Saints just a little bit closer to competing for that division lead. Yeah. How about you? How you feel about Jamal to the Saints? Um, I think Jamal is gonna be Jamal wherever he goes. So he was definitely game, this in Green Bay yeah, as well. His, his game translates, so wherever he goes, you know exactly what you're gonna get. He's a professional. He's a good overall dude. Um, good for your locker room. Yes, and he's gonna run hard on the field. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's obviously a plus for them for the Saints. Um, I think it's gonna. Maybe not hurt Detroit that much because right. them dudes were so young and he he influenced, like he left a lot of his influence there before he left. Mm-hmm. So somebody else, it gives somebody else the opportunity to pick up that ball around with it. True. Um, but yeah, I mean, you hate to lose guys like that in your locker room mm-hmm. and you love to add dudes like that in your locker room. So it was a plus for the Saints and, you know, definitely a blow for the Detroit Lions, but I don't think it'd be too much because the head coach is basically the same exact way. Yeah, so he I love can he that can identify Campbell. guys like that yeah. and bring them in. So he, gonna, he knows they'll be fine. Energy guy. Yeah, yeah, I love Dan Campbell. He's he's, he's pretty awesome for real, for real. Uh, no, who else we got? Mariota got picked up by the Eagles. Obviously, mm-hmm. they're gonna need a backup quarterback with Minshew uh, going to the Colts. I think this is a solid pickup for them as well. Um, he damn near can do you know the same type of ordeal. But Jalen Hurts, you know, he can kind right, of run that show, system. He showed that he could be a, a capable quarterback last mm-hmm. year on the Falcons. Definitely. Um, I remember the Niner game, he was – it was a point where he hadn't thrown an incompletion. I think they were in the third quarter. Like, he was running – he was running well. He was doing play action brilliantly, and he was completing his passes. Like, he was really efficient. Like, it wasn't flashy. But it was efficient. So you could see if Justin Fields gets hurt, mm-hmm. bringing Mariota who could do some of the exact same things. But some things way better. He understands the game a little more because he's a veteran. True, true. Uh, seen they picked up Greedy Williams too. Yeah, that's interesting. Be, yeah, that could be nice. They they working. They understand like, yeah. 
they 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 secondary got 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 you feel me a little bit. And that's why they trying to interesting. They uh maybe try to convert somebody to safety. Mm. That could be interesting. Yeah. You got enough corners to do it. That was what yeah, they did yeah. with Mills too. Yeah, that's why he started playing safety because yeah. they had all the corners. Try this. Come back here and see if you can cover yeah. a little bit better from back here. And it definitely it definitely made yeah. made it work. Um. I do want to talk about a few other things before we switch over, before we take a break and get into our quarter, our two quarterbacks we'll, we'll, we'll doge in on. Um, I do want to talk about the Big 12 um, partnering with the NFL. This is for football, my football guys and my college football guys. The Big 12 conference is partnering with the NFL for a conference-wide pro day to replace traditional pro day. So more so what they're saying is instead of these teams bouncing around uh, state to state, city to city, college to college, to, 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 you know, watch these guys' pro days. We're just going to take all these guys, bring them to one state, one city, kind of like a combine, but it's going to be for the pro day. And uh, talking to Che off the air, he was like, they're going to end up making this a lucrative deal. They'll turn this into a TV event. And now we're they're getting money because we all going to be tuned in to watch pro days. And after you said that, it, it made hella sense. Hmm. And I think a lot of other colleges are buying because everybody need money because, like we were saying off the air, Everybody getting paid more money now. And NFL ain't losing money, but they ain't making as much as they was because they're paying these players a lot more heavily. So we need other ways to revenue this bread for the college players who now get paid for name, image, and likeness. So they're taking money. So this is another way for, the, for these fools to make money. But, again, they're going to have me suckered in. I'll be tuned in. I'll be watching, right there with you. I'll be right there in 2024 when this kickoff watching the Big 12 Pro Day like this. So it's definitely a money grab, but they're going to have my money. <laughs> yeah. and I think it's smart though. It's, it's something that I think benefits everybody, not only you know the organizations or the, the you know the 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 heads that be mm-hmm. you know because they're gonna get their pockets lined up. They're gonna get paid. Yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yes, sir. This is gonna be a huge the Big Twelve cover. You know, pro day, whatever they're gonna mm-hmm. call it, and and everybody's gonna tune in on ESPN, NFL Network, wherever it'll be. It's gonna be televised and it's gonna be a big deal. And then I think other conferences will follow suit and start doing this too. But not only will it help them make money, it's going to help all these players because only a certain amount of people get invited to the NFL combine. Mm-hmm. So with these uh, secondary combines or, yeah, that's what it's going to be. It's just it's another combine. Literally. Pro days, you know, yeah. quote unquote. Um, you'll get more of the players that didn't get invited. Uh, the unknown players that you might not know about mm-hmm. that didn't play a lot. But, you know, actually has some talent in it. You know, these GMs will be out there and watch them. And then sometimes they fall through the cracks because as a scout or a GM, you're not going to everybody's pro day. You're not going to every single school's pro day or whatnot. But if they have a conference wide, mm-hmm. it's on a certain day in one spot, you get to see about 15 different college players Facts. or colleges that have colleges represented by players All right. in one time. And, uh, yeah, I think it benefits. It's going to end up benefiting everybody. And I definitely thought it was dope. And I seen it. I said, huh. All right, Big 12. I see what you're trying to That's, do. It's smart, though. It's yeah. the next level. Like, I'm surprised they were the ones to come up right. with. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> that's on my heart. They probably see everybody else making was like, what can we do? Like, what can we do? just have a comp. Like, just, oh. Yeah. Everybody's going to chip in. Everybody's going to jump in. Everybody's going to chip in. Everybody's going to chip in. And then, uh, obviously, um, during this time, they always implement rule changes and they all not implement them, but uh, put their votes out and put in their petitions for what they want for rules to be changed. Um, I'm going to throw out a few of them that I've seen and you let me know what you feel about them. 
first one was the NFL is trying to add zero and double zero to the numbers. Um, obviously, I don't mind zero or double zero. I think it'd be pretty dope for double zero. Zero is, should already be in there, whatever. It's, but double zero, I'm here for double zero. Crazy, like, <laughs> <laughs> like I seen the zero. I was like, bro, they should have been put zero when they put all the. Then you told me the double zero. I was like, wait, bro, right? Like, you gonna let me rock double zero? Like, like so semi pro? Niggas wear X's and stuff. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna happen like that, like, <laughs> Roman numerals and stuff. Yeah. Like, so it's one hundred. So it, it's definitely, it's so, definitely, yeah, they're going to definitely tread lightly. They definitely don't want to let it get reckless. Like you said, we don't want no nigga out there rocking 113. Yeah, it's 179 because that was how much I weighed when I got the cop. Like, you know, we don't want. We're in an area code. Yeah, I don't need nobody rocking, you know what I'm saying, 916. Like, you know, you don't want nobody just out there like that. So I do think just zero and double zero. And we just we yeah, do that. Alone. Yeah, and you got to think, bro, a lot of teams are retiring numbers. And That's numbers are too, getting retired yeah. now, like. They just Packers just said they about to retire twelve. Like you know, it's a lot of players that we were watching with our own eyes. Who we know like should get their numbers retired, jerseys retired. So we're gonna need a couple more numbers out there. That's so, fact. I, I don't I like, mind. But I, I do like the zero. For I'm sure. not mad at the double zero. Me neither. It was I just see a lot of kickers wearing double. You know what I'm saying? It's just like <laughs> who gonna want to wear that? That's what makes it interesting. Who gonna want to rock that double zero? Live and going crazy with the double zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that double zero is, is it? It was a game changer when I read this. Huh. Right. Yeah, that is definitely no, the next level. No, for sure. Um, then another one was, um, obviously, if y'all been watching the XFL, it's funny. The Eagles put this one in. They were one of the teams that were petitioning this. They're trying to get the onside kick taken away, and they want to do the fourth and 20 like uh, like the XFL does. And first take is, man, we don't want to be like other leagues. That was my first take on it. Who wants to be like another league? And then I sat back, and I was like, I went and looked up how many, you know, what's the average onside kick? And for history, it's a 5% chance over the history. 5% of onside kicks are recovered. So, I mean, most of the times you're losing on an onside kick. But what if, just what if, you score, and instead of having to get an onside kick, you can do a 4th and 20 from, your, from, from the opponent's 20. Or is it, yeah, from the opposite 20. And if you get it, you continue that drive. And now you're playing to go win a football game. It, I, I think it kind of takes it. A, it it's, it's like I kind of like it, and then I can see the flaws in it as well. But I definitely think it's something that they should sit around and powwow because they want to lead about scoring points. They want to sell this, you know, scoring league and helping out the quarterbacks and giving everybody a chance to win the game with the with the thing they added with the uh, overtime rules and things like that. I feel like maybe not this season, but a few times they throw it out. I think they will. I don't think it'll happen this season because they'll be biting off the XFL. And I don't think the NFL want to be biters on some big dog stuff. But give them about two or three years, bro. Mahomes say something about it. They'll come around. I what? mean, that's what makes leagues better, though, is innovation. And, I mean, the XFL is clearly a breeding ground for that because they out there doing all types of stuff. I remember when the first time they came out, they had to do sprinting for the to get the ball first. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" And I know the NFL been trying to get away from you know the kickoffs and, mm-hmm. and other things. They constantly changing rules within that to lower the collision rates mm-hmm. and all that. Um, but they're all about excitement. They're all about you know views mm, in the same breath. Now, I don't see anything more exciting than a game on the line, and there's. 
onside kick, you're like, oh, they're probably not going to get that. But a fourth and 20, it's like, yo, this kid could possibly <laughs> hey, get this. Hey, now we, now we tuned in. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying? Now, if you're trying to get fans on fans on fans on fans, you might need to really take a hard look at this. And hey, you're right. It probably won't happen now, but this is something that's down the line. They're just going to sneak it in there like, yeah, I like this. This works. Yeah, like like you said with the kickoff thing, you see the way they do the kickoff where, like you said, to avoid the collision. It's like the XFL basically hurt everything the NFL was trying to fix. And they were like, well, here, let us, we're going to try to try some wing some stuff over here. Even the little kickoff where nobody can move to a bruh catch the ball. It's no sprint off. Like, it's odd right now, but it's like these are the things y'all want to kind of do anyway to protect players. They're just showing you the blueprint. Like, hey, yeah. bro. you know what I'm saying? I do think the NFL do need to partner with one of these other smaller leagues whether it's the USFL or the XFL, so that they can experiment with things like I w- this. I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere back behind the scenes they really are. Like, Could look, be. try this out, see how it works, and blah, 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 kick down some, you know. Yeah, all right. So it could be. We just don't know. This is true. But it could definitely be that because, I mean, we see the players, you know, in and out, going back and forth, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they're already taking players that they like. Um, right. You've seen McCown. Yeah. AJ McCarron, I mean. McCarron, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if McCarron wasn't on the team next, next year. Yeah, and he CP, said he could have. He said he seen, turned down a million dollars. Yeah. We've seen PJ Walker. We've seen uh, what's Teamu. Yep. We've yep. seen um, Kevante Turpin <laughs> from USFL. Yep. Though, but no, no, still though. No. Yeah, these off brand so yeah, players do come in. He hate me, Rod he Smart hate back me, in the Rod day. Smart man <laughs> got into the league because he was you know dangerous. What I'm yeah, crazy. I think no, I do think it, it, it makes sense. They could definitely have something behind the scenes, and I do think it. I do think they need to partner with somebody though, just to help out. Like you said, it just helps breed players and keep the league fresh. So you know, it helps with, do ideas. You and see the league you're, always. You're building a bigger fan base, and you're you know what I'm saying now people are watching football all year round because mm-hmm. once NFL is over, I'm gonna go watch XFL, USFL because mm-hmm. these could be the next. Best things right like, here. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? One of these dudes can like, be on my yeah. team playing on Sunday. So I do, I do think, I do think that, you know, that's something they gotta think about. Yeah. Like I said, the rule obviously out the gate. I said, I don't think they're gonna do it now if they want to be biters. But again, bro, instead of kicking an onside kick, that I mean, I'm watching like not a lot of onside kicks. I'm like, I'm half watching, like, all right, this game over. You bro. know what I'm saying? No and when they get it, you're probably like, oh, oh snap, somebody got an onside kick. Let's see what they do it. Right. Uh, but a fourth and 20, I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not gonna, moving. You're going to bring out your best play, coach. Right. Now teams are practicing. You have to pull out that special sheet right there. Yeah, come on, man. Now I'm sitting there like, yo, this could be something. But I seen the Eagles say that. I said, come on. Come on now. We playing something. Like, let's go. Let's, let's You want to keep the league fun? This makes now the that, league fun. Yeah. Now, that's something special right there. That would really change the game. Um, and then the last one is uh, they want to add reviews to roughing the passer calls. Not any other calls, not pass interference, not holdings, not blocks in the backs. They want to keep all that fresh. But they want to be able to review roughing the passers. This one I 110% agree with because – as a defensive player, I think it could become a defensive player. But as a defensive player, bro, watching the NFL this year, I'm all for, hey, no helmets to the chin, the head, neck area. But if I sling your dirty ass down hard, I shouldn't get a rough in the passer call for that, bro. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that, if I shove you on the ground and you bang your head, I shouldn't get a penalty for that. I'm not falling on you. Like, I think that these things need to be reviewed. I do think this is a good rule that they should put in because I ain't going to lie, rough in the passer 
and uh, those changed the game, bro. Them illegal contacts. Uh-huh. It was it was a lot, a lot of them last year. Now the thing is, if you're able to review, so is it just uh, review a called reference passer? That or I don't. Is it, so I'm that having, was reference passer. Review it. That's, that's a penalty. Deep. That's deep. So I'll go look how, into it like a little what bit are more. The, you know the the intricacies of this of this rule change. Yeah, but I like it though. I honestly I think everything should be reviewable. Why do you have review if you can't review it? Yeah, Passing I think they don't want to slow the game that. down. Well, that but that's why you had the people in New York sitting up there watching yeah. the TV. We watching yeah. the TV just like you yeah. watching. I see it. You see it. Make a choice. Yeah. We gonna roll with it either way. Yeah, we can't do nothing about it. Yeah, we, we ain't happy do. already. So we can't do nothing about it. But I do think like some of these calls do need to be reviewed, bro. Especially the roughings, bro. Like, yeah, I can't. Grady Jarrett one sticks out on Brady. Like that one sticks out like a sore thumb, and it's like, hey, you know, it's Brady, poster boy. But he literally laid him on the ground. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying. And that was one of many that happened this season where he was like, come on, bro. Like they're avoiding the head and neck area now, and you still like, oh, you hit. You were just too aggressive. Like I played D line. I play defense. That's what I'm saying. We're we're My born job to be is aggressive. To disrupt. That's what they tell me. <laughs> like, disrupt. This be is, a disruptor. That's what I'm here to and that's do. That's what I'm doing. And then you're gonna throw a flag on me for doing it. Then I've seen ones where a guy goes and sacks a quarterback and mid, you know, fall, he's ripping for the football and falls on top of him. They're like, Oh, you gotta brace yourself. I'm trying to make a rock. play. Or take the ball from the quarterback. Before you even hit the ground. And what fall on him. That's rough in the passer. How is he a passer? He ain't got the ball no more. Yeah, man, he is live bullets. Yeah, man. he tackling me. He roughing me. <laughs> I do think it's and I do think it's gonna be interesting to see how they do that. Those are the three rules that uh they trying to push. They said they're gonna sit down and talk about it at the next uh, owners meeting. I feel like only one gonna happen is the number change out the gate. But I do think, again, I do think the onside kick thing will come down the pipeline, and I do think the review thing will happen sooner than later as well. Yeah. And uh, we're going to take a short, short intermission. We're going to come back. We're going to talk Aaron Rodgers because he he, uh, now that he came out and talked, it ain't all him, but it's still him. So I got something to say about that. And then we're going to talk Lamar Jackson, bro. Is nobody hitting him, or is we just not knowing because he don't got an agent? Stay tuned. It's the Bringing the Wood Podcast. Yo, yo, welcome back. It's your boy D. Wood and Big Chase. It's the Bringing the World podcast. And we on to the second part, phase two. We're about to talk about the two most uh, talked about quarterbacks of the offseason. I was going to use controversial, but I don't want to use that word because they're not controversial. Uh, but we do talk. We're going to talk about Lamar. We're going to talk about A-Rod. We're going to start with A-Rod. Obviously, he came out uh, with that Wednesday, admitted that he wants to play for the Jets. Uh he just—it's just on the Packers now, and I respected that. But I will say this about Brett Favre Jr. He is literally <laughs> Brett Favre Jr. But he's a—I uh, felt like bro, he wanted a lot of attention this offseason because I felt like you could have been said this stuff, bro, respectfully. But I do think he's realizing with the emergence of Mahomes and this Lamar Jackson thing and all these other young guys that's coming up. He's and not making the playoffs last year. We're not talking about A-Rod. And I think he's seen that. So now it's like, all right, I got to kick up some dust so that I can be talked about. And again, who we talking about all offseason? A-Rod. And again, I think he been knew he wanted to do this and Ben had this decision, but he just wanted eyes on him. I don't mind him going to his homies' podcasts and, and stuff to do that. I, 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 I like that. 
get your homies the views, get the eyes on your homies. I, I'm a part of new media now, so I like him going to his homies. I'm for that. People was mad that he don't want to come on these shows and talk to him. Nah, because y'all don't really care about me anyway. Y'all just care about Darren Rodgers and the views. I'm going to get the views to my homies. Now, y'all going to tune in to watch me talk on the Pat McAfee show faithfully, which we all do. The NFL and all. So I do think he did this purposely, and I didn't like that. But I felt like he slowed up the process in, you know, making this shit organic. So I didn't like that. But when he kind of ran on his little rant and he was saying, like, how he came to this point, I do think he legitimately felt like that from the day they drafted Jordan Love. I felt like he truly felt like, oh, y'all are ready for me to cut. And like he said, I just wanted them to say that to me instead of, like, trying to make it sound good. Like, you know, and you wanted them to just come out and say, hey, bro, we drafted this guy. Let's move on. But at the same time, you knew that, so I don't think they needed to say that to you as well. But, again, these are those things that I say about Aaron Rodgers. That's why he's Brett Favre Jr. Like, yeah. he's, he's, he feel like it's still always about him. It, but it's like you've been on the other side of that coin, so you know how they operate. You know how this business moves. You were that guy. You were Jordan Love before Jordan Love was Jordan Love. You seen how Brad handled it, and you didn't like it. Yet you turn around and do the same exact thing. Talk about and it. And then you get mad because the pa- the pa- excuse me. the Packers do what they're doing, like how they're moving, how they're constructing the team. But you haven't gave no like you're not getting any better until you get angry or get mad. You know what I'm saying? They want to prove something. Mm-hmm. But bottom line is, you're not winning championships. You're not winning playoff games. So what is we really doing? We paying you all this money to do what? Be relevant? Uh-huh. Literally. And, and then every all season, you indecisive of what you're doing. Do you want to go host Jeopardy? Do you want to play football? you want to do commercials? you want to do drugs? Like, what do you want to do, my well, guy? Like, We're going to let you what do whatever you leader want. are you trying to be? Then you lied about the whole vaccination thing. After you, after you got at people <laughs> for... For not being vaccinated or not, you know, being team oriented or whatever, the whole time you wasn't practicing what you preach. So it's like, bro, it's just too many antics. And if I'm a GM, I would have been traded you. I would have mm-hmm. been got rid of you. I'm not dealing with this. I don't need this type of stuff around. We already dealt with Brett Favre, bro. I'm not trying to have this be the Packers legacy where we continuously look like we doing business the wrong way. Yeah. And, and I come to Jets to try to save us again. It's, it's crazy how it's literally the Jets again, bro. And it's just like talk about scripts. Yeah, like man, all right, bro. Like you really follow it in your man's footsteps, and that, and I, that, I definitely want to piggyback on, like you said, bro. He hated his relationship with Brett Favre. He hated how that played out, and yet you might not have been as mean to Jordan Love as Favre was to you, but you still gave him that cold shoulder. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I still truly believe you gave him that cold shoulder. And you know what I'm saying? It it ain't what you say. It's how you say it. And I truly believe you was butthurt. You had the right to be because you were still balling out. But again, bro, they're like, hey, bro, we've been replacing. We thinking you're going to win us a ship. And like you said, bro, you went from Super Bowl to now you're not even making out the first round. You first round knockouts. And then you just missed the whole thing this year. And I basically think y'all missed it because of you. You missed coming into OTAs, getting into a line with your young receiving core. So y'all looked terrible early. Mm-hmm. That's on you. They were there. But they can't get better without you. And again, that's my point of him saying he's a tension whore. Like this is what he wanted. And he knew that all the time. Like, all right, now they look look what happens when I ain't around. And you know, he can he said all the right things. And I do think they both had something wrong in this. But 
I just think A-Rod, like, he strung it out because he was butthurt. And it's like, man, move on. I don't even want to play for the Jets. You, you damn near 40 years old, my guy. Like, man, move on. Let's get it. And just make them pay when you get on the field next year. Now, again, Jets holding up compensation because the Jets got picked 13 in the draft. Mm-hmm. I ain't saying Brett Favre ain't worth pick. Th- I mean, uh, Aaron, Brett Favre Jr. ain't worth pick 13. But I ain't really trying to trade pick 13 for a quarterback that is probably going to be here for the year. Maybe two. Maybe two at the most. Yeah. So, it's it's tough. So, I do think they're trying to, like, see if they can give a later round pick or if they can give a future pick. And then I think that's where the Packers is like, nah, bro, because when we give you Aaron Rodgers, y'all not going to have pick 13 again next year, which is true. But this is the limbo yeah, game. What you going to do, though? Like, it's like, what you going to take him back? You going to keep him? Going to cut him. Watch. We're still going to get him. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm so so I do, I, yeah, if I'm if I'm the Jets, I'm not I'm not budging. Yeah, you're not about to fleece me for a dude that gonna fleece you us. Can't do, yeah, you can't do nothing with. You don't have no leverage. Yeah, you gonna take him back then? Take him back. Yeah, he gonna go start back. and you go do that. Go, we got we got quarterbacks. Yeah, you, know you gonna cut y'all y'all gonna let Jordan Love walk because he's coming up. We got the 13th pick. We'll just pick another quarterback. Like, bro, we ain't we not finna we not finna deal with that. We not on a timeline. Y'all clearly on the timeline. Mm-hmm. So you can keep all that drama over there. I just let us take it. That's, that's the price of doing business. You know, Facts. That's the price of us helping you out. We both are not going to end up. We both no, not going to end up happy. No, both of us going to get a little bit of a less than what we expect. So let's just do it. And I think they, yeah. Like we're willing to give you something, but we're not giving you that. Yeah, we're not giving you, a, we're not giving you pick 13, bro, for Aaron Rodgers. And that's not saying he's not worth that. He's not worth that for two years. He was going to play another three. Four seasons? Oh, yeah. I can see that. I, I could give up pick 13 for four years. For sure. And wouldn't even bat an eye about it because it's Aaron Rodgers. But like you said, bro, one and done maybe? Two years? And you're, you know, like he said, he ain't trying to play till he's 45. He already made that clear. He 30, what, eight? Yeah. So we saying he going to retire? Yeah, I can't do it for pick 13, dog. Nah. And I see what the, the Packers are thinking because you're seeing what with the Ram, with the Lions got for Matt Stafford. Yes. You seen what Seahawks got for uh Russ. Russell, but it's like these weren't the same type of situation. It ain't. Like and I mean maybe the Russell Wilson one was kinda like that, but nobody better than I was like, here, go do Mm-mm. it. Just get it yeah. over. It just is like, nah, nah bro. This they want to call your bluff. Like, nah. Y'all don't want to walk this guy out yeah. as your quarterback next season. I truly believe in the heart of hearts. That Ted Thompson is officially over A-Ron. He like, bro, like he said in the interview, he's like, this just happens, bro. He's like, when he retired, he's going to retire a Packer. We're going to retire his jersey. He'll be in the ring of honor. We'll give him the roses. He's going to come back to the stadium. He might get a statue. Literally, exact words. He was like, it's just time to move on. Yeah. He, he tired of it like we tired of it. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. figuring this out, A-Ron. It's now, time to move yeah, on. It's time bro. for the next chapter to begin so we can see what we need to do to yeah. the championship. We're not winning a championship with you. Not at all. We've tried. We've done this. And the thing that just blows my mind is that how he sit up here all these years and was like, they're not giving me what I need to win. I, you know what I'm saying? They're not, but then you go to the Jets and allegedly be like, I need this, this, this. The same exact players you had over there. Like, you, so like what's so different? Then he said, right? I wasn't demanding it. It was you just had, my wish list. You had a very good offensive line. You had... Good receivers. Mm-hmm. A lot of them they didn't resign. They let mm-hmm. let Jordy Nelson go. They right. let uh, um, um, James Jones go. Mm-hmm. They let um, dang, why can't they? Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings mm-hmm. go. So it was a lot of guys. Jovan Walker. It was mm-hmm. guys that came in and produced. And it's like, well, 
we can't continue to pay these dudes. And this was in an era where receivers was getting paid. Mm-hmm. We can't continuously pay these dudes and uh, build a team around you. Yeah. You not taking no pay cut. Right. You know what I'm saying? We ain't gonna so make we it. have to find out we have a good way of developing receivers. Devontae Adams that keep mm-hmm. coming at Randall Cobbs mm-hmm. that come in, come through, and we we develop receivers. This is what we're good at. So we will get Dobbs. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah. So this is where we can cut. This is where we can cut corners at is the wide receiver position. So this is what we're gonna yeah. do. Get over it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, apparently he can't get over. It. You had two very good running backs. You had three at one time. Three very good. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and you, yeah, you still, still couldn't win no game. Talk then about I, it. And then you go right to that 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 last was it last year? Yes, last year playoff game against the Niners. They won off a blocked punt. There was that was the only touchdown of the entire game. Yeah, you got this high power offense. You can't. I don't care. And you're the no, MVP. No you knock on the Niners at all, bro. But when you're Aaron Rodgers, you're the MVP, bro. You got to win that game. Your defense played outstanding. Yes. You have yes. to go win that game. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was on you, bro. You produced. No, you had the better offense. Yeah. You were the best player on the field. Yeah. The year before, you let Raheem. Well, that wasn't your fault. But you couldn't keep up with the Niners then. Mm-hmm. Raheem Mostert just goes bananas. Berserko. So the next year, y'all come out, y'all shut down the Niners offense, yet you can't you, produce. You, yeah. But you got all these demands, and now they done brought over Alan Lazar. They think, I, they thinking about bringing in Mercedes Lewis when they just signed Conklin and Uzama two seasons ago, last season. Now I think what they're going to do with Corey Davis. I think Lazar and Corey Davis are like the same person. Yeah, somebody got to go. Because you still got Moore, who's, who's he's going to want to play. Who didn't get to play because he didn't like Zach Wilson. Right. Because he wasn't getting the ball. He didn't like the offense. He didn't like the quarterback. Now what? He got eight. You get eight. Like, you feel me? Now like you got you got Lazard. Who's going to take yeah. catches? Lazard, yeah, Lazard going to get his. For sure. You got um, Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson. Who going to get his? I'm sure they'll bring somebody else in. You already know. Teams never not bring more receivers in. You're going to walk out with at least 12 receivers during preseason. Yes. For sure. 12 to 13 receivers, and you'll let the best six, five to six win. I think yeah, I think he's – yeah, bro. He just got to – he definitely got to go to New York, and he got to just shut up and hoop. Not shut up and hoop. But, like, bro, just yeah. don't worry about the Packers no more. We don't need no Packers quotes. We don't need you talking about what was over in Green Bay when you get to New York. Like, I mean, technically, he's still Green Bay, so until something – Actually happens, right? That they actually make the deal. It's kind of just talk, bro. Yeah, just content. water under the bridge. <laughs> just just it in. And that's what he's doing. And that's what far. I mean, that's what A Rod doing, bro. Content. Yeah, that's I'm gonna go on the homie about. podcast. Stay, talk. Stay in the media. Other. You know what I'm saying? Stay Get relevant. He and that's what he's doing. Because again, talk of the town right now. Yeah, because there's guys that are real life free agents available. Ain't nobody talking about. <laughs> Because we're talking about a guy on another team that want to play for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and it, it, it's crazy. Um, but if and when the trade does does happen, where would you rank A-Rod in AFC quarterbacks? In AFC, uh, AFC overall? Af- just AFC. If if he if and when the trade go through with the Dretz, what would you rank him in your quarterbacks? Mm. You don't got to go nowhere in Pacific. Would he be a top five quarterback in the AFC? Absolutely. Just wanted to know. Absolutely. Just wanted to know. Don't get it twisted. Oh, no, no, no. He's still, still A Rod. Yeah, no, this ain't no not. I, but there's some talented and, boys and, over there. And a man. motivated A Rod is a dangerous thing. Dangerous A Rod. I ain't going to front. He won two MVPs because he and was And I think bad. he's going to come in there. So, honestly, I'm sure they want to get this deal done as quick as possible so he can get in there and start getting acclimated to the receivers. Learn. You got Lazard, so you know what you're getting with him. Right. 
Now it's just these other guys. Okay, mm-hmm. now how can we do this? This where I like to put the ball where you want to go, where you want to mm-hmm. do. How you Let like me to cut you out now so you know how I am? Yeah. I'm gonna get on your ass. And he like it's like when I was talking about Embiid. It's like Aaron Rodgers can chew you out because he's gonna ball out outside of the nine again we talked about. But yeah. like during the regular season. Because he's try he has he has the the sweat equity. Yes. Like, like I've done I, this. I've been to the mountaintop. You have it. Now listen to me. I'm gonna tell you how to get there. See this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, Pro Bowl wide receivers. All, all pro wide receivers. I did that. Like you man, wanna be there. Second round shut picks, up, man. Listen, Third round round pick. t- yeah. And I I ain't gonna lie. As much as I talk shit about or I don't care for him. I'm a wide receiver. I'm like, yes, yes sir. sir. <laughs> nah, for sure, bro. No, I, you can't. I'm trying that. to get paid too. Aaron Rodgers gets wide receivers paid. He does, Facts. whether it's with them or somewhere else, they gonna get paid. Mm-hmm. And, and again, bro, that that's something that where he does elevate the play of the players around him. There ain't too many dudes doing that still, and that's why I say, bro, if he get over there with that team, that could be scary. Yeah, and everybody come young. back healthy. That they, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, and then whatever they add from the drive, mm-hmm. and then you know, because he still got a bunch of picks. So, well, yeah, that could be, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. especially in that division. That division, that division going to be a heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he is he better than Josh Allen? Is he the best quarterback in that division? I think he is better than Josh Allen. Okay. I think he is. I think he doesn't make. He doesn't. Not even the think. bonehead yeah, decision not even that Josh Allen that. does. Sometimes that's how you like, what did you do? And that's why I said, like, the last, and that's what we're saying. Like, the Bills just got to win, like. They got, a, they got a team. So, they don't really need to add nothing else. Like, they just need to win. Like, they got everything they need. They just lost a bunch of players on defense, though, and their defensive coordinator. I think that's going to hurt. Losing Leslie Frazier, Tremaine Edmonds. Luckily, they got back Poyer. Yeah, but, their defense won't be the same. But the way that their offense plays, their defense is constructed to play from ahead. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one of the issues that they've had when they're in tough games. They're not really stopping nobody. They're not getting the ball. They're not doing yeah. that. Their team, when you get behind, you're not going to get the big plays yeah, on them because they're fair. designed to take away the big plays mm-hmm. and make you drive the football and eat up clock to score. Now, if you can do that, when the game is close, you're going to win. I eat Joe Cool. You know what I'm saying? Patrick Mahomes. It's, These you know guys who built they for this moment. Their, their defense is not built to go blow for blow. Nuh-uh. Like so. you said, play with a lead, pin their But then again, back. maybe they could be trying to transition that. And that could be why they let a lot of guys go. Go, yeah. We're gonna see. It's interesting. It's interesting. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers top five. We'll do another story another time. Where I really want you to rank. Indeed. Yeah, ten, ten. We'll do ten in the AFC. <laughs> it ain't even ten in the NFC. But we'll yeah. do it just for giggles. <laughs> Best quarterback in the NFC outside of Jalen Hurts. Hmm. Let me see. Let me see. Dude, nigga, that's a two. For y'all listening out there, make sure y'all hit me up too. Same question for y'all out there. Okay, let's best see. quarterback in NFC outside of Jalen Hurts. That you know it's crazy right now as of today. As of today, dang, I'm a hate saying this. I know. I wouldn't put him on I'm there. Man. Saying it. I'm looking. Let me see who you. I, who you dang, that with. is crazy. That's Manny, right? Yeah, it's, it's three on my mind right now. And but what would you? How would you rank? How would you? Okay. Now, if I'm going to go... Whoa. Just throw the three out there. All right, I'm going to go... <laughs> I want to hear him. Jared Goff. <laughs> yeah. Gino. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like neither <laughs> of them. Bro, when I was going Fire. through the list like, of the NFC quarterback for a how, how did we get here? Oh, my God. I was going through the list, bro. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I was like, wow, can I put Kirk Cousins in there? 
Nah, I wouldn't. Put I'm like, wow. I was, but I was about to put Justin Fields on my list, bro. Yeah, in I my, almost put Kyler in there. I was like, man, bro, like it's mainly. I was looking over there, like, bro, it's a, like, it's an arms race. And the fact that I would even consider Brock Purdy is wild, bro. When, I, bro, when <laughs> I was going down the list, and I said, when I went down, I was going down the list, I said, bro, I want to put Gino up here. I thought I was tripping. No, I was looking. I was like, I, it can't be Gino. It's got to be somebody better than Gino. I'm looking. I'm like. Derek Carr. I said, did I just say Derek Carr? And I'm thinking, I'm like, well, who is Derek in, Golf? in the North? And I'm like, Derek Golf? Like, Golf, whoa. Cousins, what Fields, like, bro, I, was, I was looking at that like, bro. Like, yeah, that's wild. Like, I think that's why a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of these NFC teams is just loading up because they see, like, we're going to have to. There's nobody. Gonna, yeah. It's wide open in the NFC. To get, you got to play some So you got a solid defense. All you got to do is get the offense popping. And you can be Philly, bro. You could be Philly, bro. Yeah, that's it. You could be Philly. It. And this crazy, Philly really the best team still. Yeah, Except man. for, obviously, y'all are the question mark over there. True. With the quarterback shit. I think that fixes everything. That will make I'm that like shit more I like what the Cowboys even. are doing, though. Yeah. But obviously, but respectfully, is front you see, office you, see you didn't put Dak in your list. I didn't you put You see Dak. what I'm saying? Like, we just picked, G- we picked Geno Smith, Jared Goff, and Derek Carr. Over Dak I Prescott. think all them quarterbacks. Matt Stafford. Comp. Yeah. Like, yeah. but this is what yeah. we got over here. Well, yeah. this is what y'all got. I'm, you know, I mean, I'm over there with these uh-huh. killers and headbusters. But brother, yeah, that's crazy, bro. I was looking at the list the other day, and I was like, Aaron Brady cut. Like, if I had to make a top ten, it's crazy. Baker Mayfield would be <laughs> top ten. Like, it's mainly over there. <laughs> I was really going through the <laughs> NFC teams, like, whoo. Yeah, the NFC is this, this, right now. If this if this ain't the chance to get there, no. And then I want, but it's crazy because I'm looking at the teams that got the top picks to pick quarterbacks. They in the AFC, bro. <laughs> Something gonna get worse. You got <laughs> the Panthers. That's it. Yeah. They finna get them one. Yeah. Now they just got to do right by them because a lot of these NFC teams have picked quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. They just have not done right by them. Yeah. Now, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's not that they have not tried. It's that Failed they, either, they either hit on one and he was good for a long time and then they let him go. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying, it just didn't work out or they didn't put the right stuff around him and didn't make the right pair, the right coach, right GM. So, yeah, it's, a, it's some organizational issues out in the NFC right now. Kind of felt like that. So but I was looking at the time, list. If your team is somewhere near the top, Here's take, take advantage of why you can't? That's why I'm like, bro. I don't understand how none of these NFC teams really want to kick the can on Lamar Jackson. You would literally have the best quarterback in the NFC. Yeah, I think if Which, we had, I, honestly, I think if we had the picks. No, I, listen, y'all don't give y- y- y'all would y'all just blew up for Chris McCaffrey. Anyway. I truly believe if y'all had it, yes, I think so. Y'all just paid our like yeah. y'all just found some bread to pay another tackle because y'all realized that like, we really need this. And yeah. I definitely think yeah. John Lynch don't care. He's trying to win. He got to. He comes from being a winner. You're, like you're in an uh, organization. That knows winning, like you have a mm-hmm. bunch of spoiled ass. Fans. I always say that, bro. I tell y'all, some y'all is spoiled over there, bro. Absolutely, y'all is who, spoiled. Who don't know nothing but winning. This quarterback come in, he wins. This quarterback come in, he wins. This quarterback, this quarterback. We just started losing Super Bowls when Kaepernick. That was the first Super Bowl mm-hmm. they lost ever. Mm-hmm. So he was five and up. Now you losing suit. It's like, oh, this is what is this? What's going on? We got this to fix yeah. this. Something. It's bad when when. The, 
when the fans is praying for the owners to get fired. Like, can you fire the owner? No, yeah. you can't fire the no, owner. You can't you cannot. fire the man who owns this. He can, this he can make shit. sure you don't even come to no game. <laughs> this is shit. You can't fire this shit. It's like, he's like, he's like <laughs> you can't right? fire the Jerry. Like, no. But no. Something, there's like something got to change. Something got to, you know what I'm saying? And these dudes, John Lynch, Kyle Shanahan, have been here for about, shoot, I want to say like, I know it's been at least five. I was about to say, coming like up, I want to say, like year that. six, maybe yeah, seven. I've been there for a minute, and I got to one, got to three NFC championship games. You know what I'm saying? You're Trying on to the, kick on that the door down. Of, yeah. of winning one, but it's like, yo, what are we doing here? All this time y'all been here, and we still haven't got the quarterback position right? Yeah. That's, that's, that'll get that's, you fired. Yeah. That'll get you, you know fired. Even though y'all have been successful, yeah. but like, you know what so this is about? I think they're starting to feel that pressure now. Like, man, we mm-hmm. got to get this right. Then y'all traded a bunch of picks to get a quarterback. Then play the mm-hmm. quarterback that you drafted with the last pick of the draft. Yeah. So so what are y'all doing here? Mm-hmm. And you know the fan they not having that. Nah. nah. They're not having that. And nah. the people a lot of people for 49er fan base is really, really special. Uh-huh. Because you have people that are from the area who grew up during the Joe Montana days. Mm-hmm. Steve Young. So you have those people. Then you have because the Bay Area is so tech savvy or whatever. You have people that come in, so you have a lot of transplants. And when they come in, it's like, oh, it's a winning team. Like, this is my team. And they, you know, they got money. So they buying support, tickets. Yeah. They, you know, they support. And so when you're doing that, people that are not really invested are not going to spend money on something. So then they, oh, that's where you get your bandwagon fans from. So you got to understand the Bay Area dynamic. There's homegrown and there's implants. Yeah. And then all them people, is stuff not going right, not only is going to hurt your fan base, it's going to hurt your bottom line. <laughs> But show more your bottom line. No, it, it, it's wild, bro. I think the NFC, though, I, I, yeah. It's going to be wild, man. It's, it's open. I think it, the NFC going to be, it's going to be leaning on a lot of coaching. Like the, the best teams will get there. Kind of like it was last year when you see that y'all in Philly ended up mm-hmm. meeting at the doorstep. Two of the most well, well-rounded teams and well-coached teams on that side, so. I do think uh, the Panthers will make a, a make a nice jump. I think Frank Reich's a good coach, maybe even a little bit better than a good coach. I think he needed to the the trying to bring in a journeyman quarterback that kind of set him back with the Matt Ryan and the Carson Wentz thing. But I do think he's a solid coach. I do I thought he deserved a second chance, so I do think he'll make better with this. He gonna for sure get him a rookie that he can build with, and then we'll see what what it is to come. But again, like you said, bro, most of the teams picking is AFC teams, <laughs> so it's only going it's only gonna get worse. And I was going through like now you think about it, bro. It's like it's only maybe one quarterback in the NFC in the top twenty quarterbacks in the league. Oh man, no, it's it's wild. But yeah, I, I seen that and I had to run that by you. Uh, and then one more A-Rod question for we switch: If and when he does go to the Jets, do they win the division? Can't say they do. Okay, uh, I mean. Patriots are still the Patriots. Yeah. Um, Dolphins was looking nice. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they was right there. They just got to get their quarterback position together. Yes, yes. Um, and they making moves. Now, the defense got even better. Man. And added Vic Fangio. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. Somebody who knows this defense yeah. can coach it well, and now yes. you got real-life killers that, you know, Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey. Yes. Yeah. And then Javon Hollins over the top, mm-hmm. who's a very, very good young ascending free safety. I think they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna make some noise over there. Like you said, if Tua stays healthy, 
We already know what the bill is going to be. And again, Belichick does not like being at the bottom looking up. Mm-mm. And potentially, if A-Rod walk in that door, that's where you'll be. At the bottom yeah. looking and up. Then you still got, and then the Bills. The Bills just... Stay the, they they they're the top the dogs top, until yeah. you take that. There you go. So, yeah, no, I think it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm definitely interested. I think the AFC is going to be live with all that quarterback play. And you know they're going to make sure A-Rod play everybody. <laughs> Even though, you know, schedule is already, you know, being set. <laughs> but they're going to make sure them Jets get a bunch of primetime games against some primetime teams. Obviously, Jets, Bills, Jets, Dolphins. Going to be beautiful. You know what I'm saying? J- Jalen Ramsey, Garrett Wilson, <laughs> Lazard, and, and, and Howard. Sauce. Up against Tariq and them with <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Football is football is 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 gonna be interesting. The offseason has been lit. But you know we gotta talk about the man of the hour. Lamar Jackson, man. Action wow. Jackson. And his situation is is very, very tricky to say the least. Again, he doesn't have an agent. He don't have nobody representing him. His mom is his advisor. I don't knock this at all. I feel like it's a bunch of players that have done and are doing this, mm-hmm. been successful. Richard Sherman, Bobby Wagner, um, or just players to just name out the gate who represented themselves, and we've seen the deals that they've gotten. Sometimes he may have not liked them, but, again, it's been what they've wanted. They have received great deals, so I don't think this is a problem. Um, he obviously made that tweet about three-year, $133 million fully guaranteed. That was, I guess, you know, and everybody just made an assumption that that was a deal that the Ravens offered him. We don't know. Um Obviously, they put that transition tag on them. I don't even know where to start, for real. Uh, like I said, I told you earlier, teams are stupid if if they not calling <laughs> this man, bro. Like you just heard, we talked about the NFC and there being no no heavy hitter in there. Why ain't Atlanta kicking the tires on Lamar Jackson? Why ain't the Commanders kicking the tires on Lamar Jackson? Like I don't even matter when. Keep on the Dolphins. Why? When they picked up Tua's thing, that was when I knew they weren't. And that, well, I ain't going to say it was stupid, but why don't you put Lamar Jackson in there? I don't, you stupid. know, Tua's a good guy. Stupid. He's just injury prone. I think he's but a very good Like, say, okay, that's two first-round picks. What do you really need to draft outside of, I mean, off his line. Right. You can do that. But if I got Lamar Jackson. Some linemen going to come. I could, and they'll take a pay cut to, play, to block for Lamar Jackson. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got, with you that got team. a solid defense. Now you add Lamar Jackson with those receivers. That Ryan guy. Come on. That scheming. Come on. Boy. I don't know. I, I, it, nothing seemed more clear in my life. And the only team that I, I – and then, like I said, there was little rumblings about us. We we kicked, we ain't kicked no can, but it was rumblings that we might have or may have not reached out. I'll have to go look it up. But I'm – again, y'all here, I want them. <laughs> yeah. They can have two first. Again, I know the money comes in in the play. Too, that's the so to me. That that's more be, to me. The money is harder than the pitch. Right, right. Me that personally. could be something that you know has a lot of teams turned off about mm-hmm. it. But you get in that quarterback position. Hey, okay, how good your team? Especially is. You if, you, if you if you have somewhat of a good team, a young team, and nobody's really getting paid, why not? You can. Right structure that contract some type of way and then he'll just start to yeah you know restructure it over time yeah. but I, I definitely think it's a few like i said it's a, it's a few teams it's possible and it's definitely some teams that could do it hopefully they all in it in it afc you know what i'm saying but uh yeah i'm i'm baffled that 
Yeah. This hasn't. Maybe after the draft, something will kick. Yeah. Because um, I, I am scared of, and the one team that I am scared that could get him, it, it is a sleeper team, and it is the Colts. Because, mm, they're, yeah. They're, all, they're, they're literally, I ain't going to say they're a quarterback away, but they're a quarterback yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. They got pick four. You go ahead and throw them two first. That way they can get them their new quarterback. They have a ton of cap. You pay Lamar, and now you walk him out there with Jonathan Taylor. And I, oh, they have a good And they line. have a massive offensive line who moves people They've got some, weekly. Some, some, Obviously, they lost Gilmore. That could hurt, but that's still a very I'm good just defense. thinking offensively, the receiver, they got, the, got good receivers. Mm-hmm. Um, you could probably use another wide receiver, somebody yeah. stretched the field, yeah. but you got some. Who's big not going to want to come play with Lamar Jackson when he signs to it? And that was one of those things like that'll bring attention. You get signed Lamar Jackson, oh, well, shit. You don't yeah. think OBJ want to go play in mm. for the Colts if Lamar Jackson's there? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He didn't want to play with him in Baltimore because of the offense. But if we're telling you we're not running that, we're going to spread people out and he's going to get to throw the ball around well, and you mix got it the up. Eagles. Offensive player is now the head coach. You he gonna st- draw some, bro. You put Lamar Jackson. I said this, and I I just forgot that that was him. I said that before mm-hmm. Shane Steichen signed. Put Lamar Jackson that Philly offense, same uh, style so with that Eagles team. They win it. They beat Kansas City. No disrespect. They beat Kansas City. Yeah. For one, you ain't catching Lamar Jackson to strip him for yeah. starters. <laughs> You're right. So it's just Straight like, up. Up. you know, I, I just think teams be thinking too hard. Like I think sometimes teams overthink, and it's like, like you said, bro, if you ain't got a quarterback, you ain't got nothing. Don't. You see that. Mahomes is the top of the class, bro. If you don't got a quarterback, you ain't got nothing. And they His all-pro receiver walked away. And Fools was like, oh, it's over. Nah. And I sat on here and said they both going to be successful. Yeah, say that. Bruh. On, go back and look like, bruh, this is Mahomes, bruh. Did y'all not watch him? Respectfully, Tyreek Hill was clean. But he took off with Patrick Mahomes. Travis Kelsey was there before Mahomes as well. Yeah. But Mahomes got there. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Travis Kelsey is arguably the greatest tight end. They said they want them to be better than Gronk. Yeah. Got Juju paid. Bro, Juju just got paid. Yeah. They was like, we ain't finna give you 13 a year. But you probably gonna get it because you play with Patrick Mahomes. But you gotta get you one of these guys. And if you can't, you need to get somebody who's who you feel me good enough. So my question to you, sir. Do you think somebody gonna pull the trigger on Lamar Jackson? I ain't even gonna. We don't even gotta say who we think that's gonna be because obviously, I told you, it's half the league needing. But do you think there will be a team to pull the trigger? I do. I do. I one hundred percent think somebody gonna pull the trigger. Don't know who. I really don't have a clue who it's gonna be. But it's a myriad of teams that need them. Mm-hmm. But I think somebody gonna try to call the Ravens bluff. Like you gotta see if they bluffing, bro. Because I didn't think they was going. Tr- I didn't think they were going to tag them with this with the non-exclusive tag. To where like, oh, go ahead, go go, go see what they offer. And that and that's, I guess that shout out to the Ravens saying like, hey, bro, we be talking to these owners, bro. We are not cool with the Browns, bro. You not gonna get that. But the Browns are smart. The way they did it, I told you. And then how they I put the restructure in there where I and freed up thirty six M's. Freed up $36 million. They talking about trading to get D-Hop as well. Oh, I just thought about that. A reunion. 
Yeah. Bruh. Like these, like these, like I, I said, I think the Browns do finesse these fools purposely, bro, to get this to happen. Because now, like I, I said, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. If I was an owner, I'd be doing the same. I'm not doing nothing to help y'all out. Yeah, because y'all don't want to pay. Yeah. Well, let me pay him. Win. So now y'all got to pay y'all more. Yeah, I'm trying to win, and because all y'all do is better than Deshaun Watson, so all of them going more yeah. than that. So good luck, Joe. Go get that, Joe. You deserve it, Joe. Go get two. Go get 300 M's flat out, Joe. Please. <laughs> Yeah, Lamar, go get two fifty fully yeah. guaranteed, please. I'm gonna have to raise his salary cap. Oh, mom, like I'm telling you, bro, he, bro, he got them, he finessed them. But I, yeah, but I do think Lamar Jackson, bro. I think somebody got to, bro, like somebody got to. And then my next question is, if they don't, do you think it will be tension in Baltimore? Absolutely. How not? Because he's gonna still have to play on that yeah. tender. It, don't let him get hurt. Don't let him get any type of injury. Please. You already know that's gonna bring that bring it down even more. But that's why I do think he might not play on it, bro. I don't I don't know. I think or he gonna do what he did last year. And I think I think if he was paid last year, he would play through that injury. I think he was good enough to play, but because he's not financially stable, I'm not gonna put myself in harm's way. You know, because they you know everybody say you see Patrick Mahomes out there playing on one foot. Yeah, he also got a hundred million dollars. Right. He also sad. locked in. Yeah, so yes, I'm gonna go give him my all because they they gave me a all. I think if Lamar Jackson had a fat contract, I think he would be, I think he would be out there playing, and I think they would have been successful. But he like, bro, if y'all not gonna show me y'all invested in me, why am I gonna go out and show y'all I'm invested in y'all when I just showed y'all that the last couple years winning MVP? And again, that was their fault for not paying him earlier. They kept wanting to see more. Now look. Now, yeah. yesterday's price ain't today's huh, price. But it's definitely a, a, a touchy situation. I, I hope it don't be bad blood because it's going to suck if he got to walk back in there. And right, it, it, it looks like it's possible that nobody going to offer him something. Or even if the team do offer, the Ravens match it. And it's like, now, do you even want to be in Baltimore? That's the next question. That's my next question is like, do you want to be in Baltimore now? Because I know they say you shouldn't mix business and personal. But when you're a quarterback, you kind of take stuff personal, bro, because you're the quarterback, yeah. respectfully. Like, this is what you drafted me for. You drafted me to change your franchise. You're the, and I've done that. You're the in-between between the team and the front office. Because you're the only player that's basically uh, uh, kind of like part owner of the team because you're the face of the team. Mm -hmm. So you might not be getting the the... the the revenue sharing that all these other dudes are getting, but kind of you are because you're the highest paid player, supposedly, if you're that guy. And that's what he want to be. Yeah. Somebody got to let him be the guy. Like I said, it, it'd be crazy if he if they match the offer. That would be – that's going to be insane. Like, And then he'd be like, okay, well, you got your money. Come on back and let's play. All right. And I'm going to be the guy that says, go play, Lamar. You suck yeah, that you bad blood shit up. You – this whole thing was about the bread. They I'm went out there, see it. Somebody actually gave it to you. If they match it, put your big boy pants on and go win the championship. No, I agree. Like you feel the me? Whole, your whole gripe was the money. Now they give you the money. Don't I don't want to uh, hear no bad blood and you mad you had to do all this? Like no, no, no. You got your bread. You went out and got the market. Go get paid. They finna put a whole new offense out there, uh, allegedly, with a new OC. So go go be great, bro. But again, bro, if they don't, whoever give it to you, get that bread. And give them hell, bro. Give them yeah. hell. Give them boys hell. You got any free agency signings? Anything? Anything? You, you, we, we, we might have skipped out on. 
Uh, shoot, I think we've low key covered everything mm-hmm. so far. You know, it's still oh, a, yeah. lot, a lot to be done. Come, come next Thursday, <laughs> right? Come next Thursday. Yeah, we it could definitely. But be it was shakeups. it was definitely a uh, a nice week of football off season. Mm-hmm. Yes, you no. Know. Oh, you know, we left out Jonah Williams. Man, the mm. trade from the Bengals. That's that'll be our one more thing. But we do get out of here. Jonah Williams of the Bengals uh, was the starting left tackle last season for the Bengals. I'm gonna say it was his first year playing left tackle for them, and he didn't play that well. And he ended up finishing the season injured and didn't get to play in those playoff games. So as we've seen, they just signed Orlando Brown to a very very lucrative contract. We know he's coming in and playing left tackle, and Jonah Williams ain't feeling that. He demanded a trade or requested a trade. I'll say this, and this is how I always think, and it kind of because of the way Orlando Brown did the same thing in Baltimore. He was at right tackle. He wanted to play left. They had Ronnie Staley there. So you go find a new team that wants you to do that. Respect. That's how it happens. But I think he should just stay where he is and play right tackle, and when he hit the market, go be a left tackle. Yeah. We just watched Jawan Taylor do it for Kansas City. Yeah. They didn't want to. Pay uh, Orlando Brown. They went and got a right tackle and gave him left tackle money. Now you gonna start at left tackle. Like you might have to sit this out. And again, bro, you playing on a team that could win a Super Bowl, that could at least go. I don't know if you want to miss that opportunity to get traded to like, you know what I'm saying, Cotton Candy State, and now you're just a raw left tackle on a team that's gonna win three games a year. I don't know how my fun that is. So you know, but. How do you feel? And obviously, as a Niner fan, with an opening at right tackle. <laughs> sure. I mean, I, I understand where he's coming from because mm-hmm. obviously the money's in the right, the left tackle position. Yes, sir. Um, he's still a young player. He hasn't cashed in on that big check yet. So that's what he's looking for. He's looking mm-hmm. at his future, bro. Um, but with that being said, you've been replaced. <laughs> By a proven, proven <laughs> player yeah. who's you been get, a, a pro bowler at Three yeah. different spots. Um, so you can either go back and play on the right tackle. I thought he played better on the right side. You did Maybe say it was just because he hasn't played a lot left tackle in the NFL. But he's been a better right tackle than left tackle. Mm-hmm. So go there, play right tackle, get your stock up, and somebody will take a chance on you to play left tackle. Somebody's yes. gonna somebody's gonna do it. It happens all the time. Everybody needs a left tackle. Everybody. You need two of them. It's easier to find one than the other. Always. So now yeah. you have experience playing over here on a on a high caliber type team. Like I was left tackle for Joe Burrow, and we play in the AFC Championship. You know what I'm saying? So you have that. You're young. Um, if I'm him, I would stay there and go that route. Play right tackle. Mm-hmm. Get your stock up. Bounce. Um, but you know, if he chooses to, you know, leave. I would love to have <laughs> for sure come play right tackle on the Niners for sure. and then just you know learn, groom yourself, and then Trent Williams. He might this might be his last year, maybe another year. Mm-hmm. Bounce over to you know. Yeah, that'll hard. be coming up on Indio rookie deal. Yeah, make you get, get, nice get you paid. So you got to think. You got to start thinking to the future. Start looking. If this is really what you want to do, start looking for teams that you know maybe you could go that route or. You know, somebody will just make the trade for you and place you over there. I don't think he could lose either way. Honestly, not at all. Because he's a good tackle. Definitely. He's a young, good tackle. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of those. So True that. <laughs> he got, I mean, he kind of got 
all the leverage, really. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, somebody going to make that call. Yeah, like, somebody hey, going to do it. Are y'all trading him or is he just wanting to trade? Because that's going to be the first question. Like, oh, Are y'all yeah. trading him or do he just want to be traded? They phones is blown up. I know it is, bro. Like you said, bro, that's a starting tackle either side. So, yeah, no, definitely. I do definitely. Yeah, just get you in the building and we'll figure out the rest. <laughs> On the rear, we'll <laughs> figure it out as we go. Uh, before we get out of here, one free agent you want to see signed and where to are the ones that's left. Hmm. Give me one. That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I just seen the list of them too. Well, I'm gonna throw out one. Go. I'll throw out the top guy on the list, and that's CJ Garner Johnson. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a return to the Eagles, I think, would be perfect for that yeah. secondary. But Cincinnati, they just lost Jesse Bates and Von Bell. You're gonna play Dak Hill, who can play. You would have two interchangeable safeties who damn near can do the same thing. Both yeah. play slot, both play hang high or play underneath, play strong. Bam, you're gonna need that with those with your young corners you're gonna have out there. Cause I'm pretty sure Britt Taylor gonna start coming in next season. You have a young secondary. You put him back there over the top of them boys, he'll bring that edge right back to the defense. And uh they defensive coordinator, Lou Anarumu, hey, he's a really good coach. So I think you put him there in Cincinnati. He can make it happen. And then my sleeper team, the Denver Broncos, can use him as strong. I like that. He'd make them very physical, they did, very they did aggressive. just release uh, the name Jackson. Spring Jackson, yeah. Yep. Jackson, yeah. You put him in right there, you let him walk out there and do that, I think th- that would be very good. Um, I got one. I'm not sure exactly where I would like him to go. I mean, I know I where I like him to go, but I know we can't afford it. There it is. That's a, there right. is a better wording. <laughs> I think we've done enough splurging on the D line, but Zadarius Smith. Yeah. Um, yeah. Honestly, I would say either probably the Bills or the or the Dolphins. Mm. Yeah. See them go. Yeah. Let's see the Dolphins if they if they do go to a. Three, four. Mm-hmm. He would fit in perfectly over there. Him and Chubb? Yeah. And they got Phillips, and, and too? The, yes, yes. No, I like that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he is. And Darius Smith. The Eric Kendrick sign? I don't think he did. No. He's the, I forgot all about him. Bruh. Yeah. There's some guys out there. Bobby Wagner. Man, like, I'm like, bro, yeah. it's, some, it's some guys still in the agency, man. I think, like you said, bro, after the, after the, after the draft mm-hmm. and these young players get filled up, some of them teams going to miss out on players because players going because some of these teams going to trade up to get players yeah. that you want. So it's going to definitely be some, some rollover after the draft. I think we'll see a lot of these guys sign closer to camp. Yeah. Plus, yeah. you got your, you know, you got to have your money ready for when you get your draft pick. How so you, you get, go bring all them dudes in, mm-hmm. then you take that money, give it to them dudes. Now, okay, this is what we got left. This is what we can do. This is what we can move around. This is what we can work. Sign some guys that you haven't been signed yet. You know what I'm saying? Some mm-hmm. of these extensions, some of these options. Boom. Now let's see what we could do. Oh. Who we could fit in under the cap. Definitely. Free agency is no longer a frenzy, but it's still popping for sure. Oh. And uh, we're going to give y'all the inside scoop every week. So continue to tune in. Y'all already know. Tell a friend. Tell a neighbor. Tell an enemy. It go down over here on the Bringing the Wood podcast for myself, Big Che. What you got for him before we get out of here? No, ask Brad Farr, man. Uh-huh. And get that money back. You already know. We're going to sweat you till you feel me till you give it all back, dog. For myself as well, it's the Bring the Wood podcast. Y'all know what we do on this thing. We just brought the wood. Y'all have a good one today.